Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. This shirt is dry clean only, which means it's dirty. Dry clean only, all right? All right, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Let me get a sandwich. <laughs> I think a rotisserie is like a really morbid Ferris wheel for chickens. It's, it's a strange piece of machinery. We will take the chicken, kill it, impale it, and then rotate it. And I'll be damned if I'm not hungry because spinning chicken carcasses make my mouth water. I like dizzy chicken with a side of potatoes of some sort. All right, that was Mitch Hedberg from his Comedy Central Presents. Hello, Ha Hafia, whatever the hell you guys want to be called. I've gotten a bunch of new ones. You guys can stop sending them. I feel like we're just going to do random ones now. If you think of ones that are fun, I don't care. Sutniks, somebody sent one in. I got to read this one to you, Coach. So, uh, by the way, this is Stand Up with Tom Takar. I'm Tom Takar, joined, as always, by producer extraordinaire Coach T. How are you, Coach? I'm doing very well, as always, man. I'm good out Hell here. Hell yeah. Uh, I just, I remember what it was. It was a mix between Sutniks and Chuckleheads, and she said, Suckleheads. And I was Come like, on, guys. I don't think anybody's <laughs> happy with that. Suckleheads. <laughs> This lady said suckleheads. I wish I could find the email. I'm sorry to whoever it was. I'm, I I want to give you credit, but also I don't even know if you want credit for that. That's <laughs> She's trying to be inclusive. That's no I wrong, get it. Nothing wrong with that. Suckleheads sounds like some sort of like derogatory term for prostitutes or some shit like oh, that. Oh, I didn't even you think know? like that. Oh, is that right? Oh, now you're making me look like the oh, no, gutterhead. No, no, no. no. I, I went gay. I didn't. I didn't think <laughs> <laughs> the prostitute's better than gay, right? <laughs> I went gay. <laughs> it's early, coach. It's a little early. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, that was Mitch Hedberg. What a what a clip. I mean, he's the comic who just keeps on giving. There's there's so many good bits from that guy, and uh, we got a great show. Today, how are you, Coach? How you been? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, yeah. You know, I got you know just out here living in L.A. Uh, what, <laughs> yeah, what, what's man. going on in New York, man? I am on the road right now, my man. Whoa! I am, uh, yeah, I'm. Uh, I went to. I'm back in Indiana right now. I'm recording live from my mom's studios. Let's uh, get it. Yeah, man. Uh, she listens to the show every week. So shout out to my little mommy. Yeah, <laughs> that, that warms my heart. Yeah, uh, she's a. She's a great mom, and uh, she's yeah, she's provided me a little room here to record the podcast. So 
I'm I'm loving it. It's nice to be out here in the Midwest in the fall. You know, I'm watching the leaves change. I'm watching. You know, Halloween movies. Are you a Halloween man, Coach? Uh, you know, I'm a little torn, man, because I, I like, I think it's fun to dress up. Not me, that's weird, but the fact that people dress up is fun. But I also don't want to, like, praise any witches or anything, so I'm, I'm always torn. <laughs> I heard a lot of people are going this year as Tom and Coach T. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hearing that a hey. bunch of people are dressing up as Tom and Coach T. From hey, hey, be careful. Stand up with Tom Look, be careful for that blackface, man. You don't want to get in no trouble. <laughs> I hear it's a doozy. You have my permission, by the way, because I think it's hilarious and brave. But <laughs> you do not listen to Coach's permission. Your job will not give a shit about coaches' permission. <laughs> it's like a film. You it's cannot like, show them a clip from this podcast going, Coach T said it was all right. <laughs> they, it will not hold up. Like, remember when you were in school and you had to watch the bad movie and get the uh, the permission slip signed? Like, I'll sign what you need me to sign. <laughs> Coach, you could not be signing <laughs> permission slips. Oh, man. You know what? Go for it. Email Coach T. <laughs> <laughs> to get your blackface permission slip. <laughs> yeah, we have, we but it's got to be specific. It's got to be if you're dressing up as uh, Tom and Coach T for the podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> listen, listen. If you just have blackface without a Tom, then what are you doing? Now you're racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? This is going to backfire on me. I don't want a bunch of guys with Tom to car shirts standing next to a guy in blackface. <laughs> Uh, oh man uh it's such a funny idea i don't know what that would look like uh, not the blackface one but the i think it's just one guy wearing a, a los angeles hat and another guy wearing a pacers hat i yeah. think that's all was, i got so and so and they would go up to him and be like robin big no 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 tom and coach oh i get it <laughs> <laughs> we do have a very robin big dynamic I never thought about that before. Damn, we're the. Well, I mean, Rob Deerdeck already has a comedy show, but we're the we're the stand up comedy version of Robin. B. Yeah, <laughs> former bodyguard slash DJ. <laughs> that is so funny. Um, yeah, I I like Halloween, but I don't think I every year I think I'm gonna do something for it that I I end up not doing anything, and then I realize I don't even really like that much. I liked it as a kid because it was like. It's kind of like your first, if you're, you know, in comedy or whatever, it's your first chance to perform for strangers or whatever. Uh -huh. So I would, I would do bits. I remember I dressed up as, we didn't have a lot of like money for costumes or whatever, but I would, I had a Sean Kemp jersey hey. and I remember just going and wearing a mask and putting on a Sean Kemp jersey and being like, I'm Sean Kemp if he was crazy. And then I had this <laughs> whole story or whatever. But uh, yeah, I, I like it though. Hold on, yeah. no one's like going out this year. I mean, I know you live in Dude, regular. You're country. wrong about that. Indiana is trick or treating, baby. Isn't that crazy? It's it's crazy. I li I feel like I live in another country. Like I want out. I want to go by like man, regular people. Here's the thing, man. Trick or treating is one of those things where it's like I understand if you're somebody who's like this is fucked up. Like I want to be able to open my business. Stop telling me what to do. Trick or treating is insane, man. What are we doing? You're going door to door to strangers' <laughs> houses with your damn kids. Stay home. Come on, man. Yeah. What do you buy some candy, watch some Halloween movies? So, who gives a shit? You know, like and, and, it's one of those holidays that it's not important like that. One uh, over here, like by me, there's one of those uh, Halloween costume places that opened mm -hmm. up, and I was like, is this gonna pop this year? Like, are we not? 
It's COVID. Oh, COVID is so selective. It just it's, I know. it's really tight, but then it gets loose for the right protest or the right holiday. <laughs> I don't think that's all true, Coach. People are still here's the thing, man. I went to those I went to some of those protests. Everybody was wearing a damn mask at the ones that I was. Don't oh, listen to the damn media oh, oh, who are telling oh. you that nobody's wearing Tom. a mask. I understand. I was being ignorant. Halloween know, is safe because everyone's in a mask. Everybody's wearing a mask. <laughs> It's the one time of year everybody's finally wearing oh, a mask. Oh, I get it. <laughs> you know oh. what? I was wrong. It's so safe. You should trick or treat. Yeah, and then you know what? Treat every day like it's Halloween. Yeah. Wear your damn mask so I can start doing stuff. Well, that, well, can we get into the um to the comics that you that you absolutely have we can, Coach. We got some great comedy today. I'm I'm very excited, and I picked these clips. I got a chance to pop over to the old comedy cellar for dinner uh, before I left. They're they're open for dinner in quotes, uh, oh. and so I I popped over there and it just made me nostalgic for some good old comedy cellar comedians. And so uh, today, both comics that I I have for the middle of the show are comics that are killers over at the old comedy cellar. The first one I have for you today is Greer Barnes, comedy legend Greer Barnes, and this is from his Comedy Central Presents, and I have Rachel Feinstein for you, and this is from her half hour. Here are Greer Barnes and Rachel Feinstein. Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So I smoke marijuana sometimes a lot every day, and I'll tell you. <laughs> I really don't see the downside to marijuana. Doctors say like, well, if you smoke marijuana, it's known to cause you to forget things. Maybe some of us got some we need to forget. <laughs> marijuana is also known to increase your appetite. You mean the munchies? Ooh. Like brothers are smoking joints, getting the munchies, and going out trying to stick up Keebler elf houses or something. See a bunch of brothers in the parks harassing trees. Yo, I know you in there, little elf man. Just tell us which tree y'all make the cookies in. <laughs> Go check them other trees. <laughs> hey, fellas. Your girlfriend ever asked you a question that just make you go, what? A couple nights ago, I'm in the belt. My girlfriend, we just got to finish having sex. We sweating. 
Because we don't have no air conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sitting there smoking the joint, and she looks at me and she goes, Baby, what would you do, right? If we woke up tomorrow and I had your penis and you had my vagina. <laughs> what? What would you do? I wouldn't let you screw me. <laughs> One time my girlfriend asked me, she was like, baby, if your penis could talk, right? What would it say? What? What would it say? I'm gonna take this opportunity to speak on behalf of all men on this mud ball we call Earth. If our penis could talk, it would probably say something like, touch me. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm going outside to get some cake, touch me. Touch me with the cake. <laughs> if the vagina could talk, do you know what it would say? We've been in this relationship for three and a half years. It looked like you two of us are going up on the same page. We've been talking about how we're going to do because we're going to be two hours for sick together. Screw this lies that we've got. Find somebody to do because we're going to do it. Quack, 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 quack. <laughs> wow, you guys have fun, man. I right know. <laughs> <clears throat> so I sit home a lot and I watch um, nature shows. That's what I, I do. I, I smoke weed and I watch nature shows. You know? <laughs> and I was watching one episode. They were talking about the bees. Now, this, the, this, the, the plight that the bees are going through on, on the planet right now is like really serious. <laughs> Excuse my French. Uh, uh, like these bees are dying by the hundreds of thousands. And, uh, all over the world. And then this narrator said that if all the bees on the planet died, that the birds would be next and then us. And I'm sitting there with my boy and I'm like, we gotta save the bees. <laughs> I feel you, my dude. I like honey in my tea, you feel me? Then the, narr the narrator went on to say, <clears throat> um, the European bee is a much more kinder, gentler bee, as opposed to the Africanized bee, which is a much more aggressive, hostile bee. <laughs> really? You just gonna try to sneak racism into the bug world? Like European bees are just floating around like zzzz. 
So, what are we going to do today? <laughs> I don't know, maybe we can pollinate that flower. <laughs> Look at the sun, yes, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like the African bees in his beehive, like, who the f are we going to sting today? <laughs> you know, I, I don't know how I come up with this stuff sometimes. Like, <laughs> like, I think crazy stuff, you know what I mean? Like, like okay, like on my way down here, I, I said to myself, I wish I could fly. And then I thought about it, and I was like, if I could fly, like, I'd, I'd probably get arrested. You know what I mean? Like I'd be flying along somewhere and somebody'd be, is that a flying? What the f <laughs> Hello, officer? <laughs> yeah, I just saw a black guy fly by my window. Um, no, he didn't have a basketball. He's uh... I wanted to be an astronaut when I was younger. And then I just was like, hey, it's cheaper to smoke weed. I still get the space. I still get the space, baby. <laughs> I always wanted to be the first man to make contact with another alien race. You know what I mean? Land on their planet. Walk up to them. Yo, my dude, what's good? Oh, nah, I'm human from the planet Earth. See that blue ball way out there? Yeah, that's where I'm from. Nah, we ain't got no green people, but it's cool. Well, we'll probably call you at first, but... <laughs> I just broke up with this guy recently. It's probably good. We would fight a lot. One of our big fights was he would get mad at me because I like to joke immediately after sex. I just feel like it's a good time for some jokes. I don't think there needs to be any gentle gazing period after sex. Uh, I don't like to do any soft gazing. I just feel like sex is done and now it's joke time. I like to throw change on a man after sex. That's very funny to me personally. Uh, I just, I just like to take some coins and toss them on his dumb, naked, post-sex man body and say something like, shh, less is more out of you, okay? You take those coins and you keep your mouth shut about what's happened in this room, all right? Because what happened right here is disgusting, okay? You should go out and buy yourself something special because you're beautiful. I also like to pretend like the guy tricked me into the sex. Uh, <laughs> like the moment it's done, I'm just slowly realizing it's all been a big ruse. And I'm kind of obsessed with those, those old films from the 40s. Uh, so the moment sex is done, I like to be like, well, I don't understand what that all had to do with helping the children. 
You said if we did all them awful things, those children would get their cure for polio. <laughs> it was all a lie, wasn't it? Those children are no better for the godless things I've done in this room, are they? It was a big lie, and now look at me laying here all covered in sin. I just feel like the right guy is gonna be like, hey, listen up, sugar tits. Those children never had a goddamn chance. They are mangled with polio as we speak. Now clean yourself up, for Christ's sake. I... I just went home to visit my parents. I don't know if anybody feels like this, but when I go home, I'm okay for maybe six minutes and then I just feel weirdly furious. <laughs> and then I feel guilty about the wild level of hostility that I'm feeling. I was talking to my friend about this. I'm like, do you ever get like that when you go home? And he goes, oh yeah. He goes, do you know what I realized? I realized if my mom wasn't my mom, I didn't even think I'd be friends with her, right? <laughs> I'm like, really? That was your big realization? <laughs> I'm like, obviously, that'd be very weird if you just had this intense relationship with some middle-aged diabetic woman in Pennsylvania. <laughs> you would just go fly and see her on the weekend sometimes. And she would bother you about getting health insurance. <laughs> and you'd be like, well, uh, this was great, Sharon. Um, <laughs> let's do it again in about five months. That's what I'm comfortable with. And uh, next time when you're feeding me and I've told you repeatedly that I'm full, I'm gonna ask you to start respecting that, Sharon. <laughs> you know what my worst fear is with like men and meeting the right person? I'm afraid that like, you know in the movies, whenever a woman will finally leave some animal that's been abusing her, they always have her end up with a soft, bearded theater teacher? <laughs> I think that's my worst fear in life. That I'm just gonna get real tired, I'll end up with some guy that wears a lot of corduroy and mock turtlenecks. <laughs> and like a lot of beaded jewelry. <laughs> There's nothing that grosses me out more than a man with a necklace on with some sort of a story behind it. <laughs> wants to see your amulet and hear about the strength it gives you. It's disgusting. I'm afraid of ending up with just some bearded man named Richard. He just speaks in like a therapist whisper, like, hi, my name's Richard. I don't like to be called Rick. I prefer Richard. I feel like Richard wouldn't even have a man's body. He'd just take off his clothes and there'd be like a calming smear that I'm forced to have sex with. Richard would have the body of a melting candle. <laughs> and he would do the opposite of talking dirty. I feel like Richard would just interrupt sex to touch base a lot. <laughs> He'd be in the middle of sex and he would just stop like, hey there, hey. How's it feeling over there, huh? Just wanted to see how everything was going over there in your court, huh? Thought maybe we could stop here and, and process what's happened so far. Take a little break and, and have some soup. Would you like that? It'd be a lot of unnecessary soothing during sex with Richard. 
you just stop and be like, shh, shh, you're safe, you're safe. Shh, shh, you're safe. A lot of face raking, I feel like Richard's idea of talking dirty would be like, I don't think we're doing enough to protect our national parks. <laughs> what do you think, huh? You little slut, you like that, yeah? Yeah, you want me to ram you, huh? You want to get rammed with unconditional love? That's what I'd like to ram into you, a nice support system. Do you mind if I sing This Land is Your Land while I'm inside you? I'm a bit of a male feminist and uh, I don't believe in erections, so... Tell you what I'm gonna do. I think they're pretty aggressive and they're not gonna happen here. No erections, not on my watch. I'm just gonna fold it in half and put it in that way. Oh! Why would he fold it in half? That is a strange joke. Why would a man fold his flaccid penis in half? It's okay to feel strange during that joke. The other thing about, about like starting a new relationship that's overwhelming is there's so many awkward things that can happen when you first hook up with somebody. You know, I think that's sometimes just why I stay with the last person. Just to start over again is so overwhelming. Like, First of all, this last guy that I was with, we left the TV on the first time we hooked up, which is a bad idea because something really humiliating can come on and you'll be in the heavy stages of the hookup and you can't just stop and address it, you know? <laughs> like we're in the middle of hooking up and this infomercial about some sort of a penis enhancing drug came on. It was so horrifying and it just kept going on and on because it was an infomercial. It was just preying on every man's worst fears. It was just like these hot, greased Russian whores talking about how they could not find a large enough to satisfy them. And how they'd search the lands. It's just these like hot grease skanks out at the discotheque. Like, I'm sorry, Vlad, but the knit man with a very massive, massive penis, okay? <laughs> We're telling the men we doesn't care about size and rah, 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 but I mean, it's complete bullshit. Am I right, ladies? I didn't leave breadline in my country to come over here for some sort of a mediocre pencil. I'm sorry, ladies. <laughs> Natasha, remember when you meet your husband on the internet after he purchased you for 27 Louis Vuitton original handbag? <laughs> and you come over here and I'm sorry, medium, medium penis, not so big, get out of town, am I right, ladies, huh? <laughs> When I meet uh, my boyfriend after I am trolling for men with American Express black card and VIP nightclub section, <laughs> and I see that he does not have horse <laughs> snaking down his leg, I'm pretty pissed off, huh? <laughs> Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. All right, that was Greer Barnes from his Comedy Central Presents back in the day. And uh, Rachel Feinstein from her episode of The Half Hour. 
man, I love these comics. Greer is uh, an absolute legend. I want to go into him for a minute because if you don't know about him, you you, you got to check him out. He has clips online, but seeing Greer live is a totally different thing. And I remember before I met him, I was so intimidated by him because he's there's an air about him uh, with the, specifically with the comedy seller because. I remember when I auditioned at the Comedy Cellar. Auditioning at the Comedy Cellar is very stressful. It's you get five minutes, they throw you in the middle of a real show with, you know, a regular lineup of Comedy Cellar comics, and it's all killers. So they throw you, they throw you in the midst and see if you can hang. And I remember John Fish, great comic, was hosting, and he goes, he goes, hey, do you have a preference on when you want to go up? We're gonna put you after this one guy. It's kind of earlier in the show, but I, I just want to get you up there before Greer goes up. And he, <laughs> he said that because he goes, I'm telling you, when Greer gets off stage, he will be the mayor of this room. Like they, wow. They're going to love him so much that it's, it's very hard to follow. And I don't fully believe in that sort of thing, like the hard to follow mentality. I think that almost anybody can follow anybody if if you have the right little moves to to change the energy up not always but for the most part even if somebody murders it's almost better if somebody murders because then people are in a good mood so it it's it's even easier but greer is a special type of killer where he changes the whole vibe of the room he slows it down to his pace and he just murders and uh sure enough i went on before and and it all worked out. But uh, then I got to sit back and watch him do exactly what John said he would do, which is just change the energy of the room and be hilarious. And I realized I had seen Greer before when I had come through at the cellar because he has this opener that's that's brilliant. I'm not going to ruin it, but it's he essentially pretends to have been a homeless person outside. And it's oh. such a great opener because it sets up everything he says afterwards as he's a weirdo and he does these very performative bits that are long and very cartoonish and he commits so hard and he's not he's not too cool to perform and that's what i that's something i really respect somebody who will just lay it on the line you know what i mean by that coach i uh, absolutely no uh, especially because you know when you commit i got a buddy who actually just dropped the album named jeremiah Watkins. i mean yeah some, yeah i know so, jeremiah sometimes he commits so hard and then sometimes you have you just reward the the commitment because you're like oh he's he didn't leave he didn't break he didn't give me an opportunity to um to not to just to, to, to disconnect from the actual material but it's funny you said that about the uh looking like a homeless guy because I was watching his special because you sent, you know, you sent this the clips and I'm like, this guy's in shorts. And I was told yeah. that no one's allowed <laughs> to wear shorts on stage. That's yeah. like, it's like the rule. But then this guy's on comedy central wearing shorts. And I think he had sandals on. I think he did too. <laughs> Isn't this against the rules? It's uh, This is the thing. You have to know the rules to break them. They say, and uh, he knows all the rules and he, what he knows is if it fits your character better. There's another comic, uh, Charlie uh, Villa. What the hell is that guy's name? He does the Planet Charlie on Comedy Central. It, this is from years ago, but he also wore shorts and I think may, maybe got a lot of shit for it. And it is it is this weird rule that slowly we're all shifting from. And I think that if you 
have a certain type of act that fits a certain type of look, it makes more sense to dress to fit the look because I was told this early on comedy is two things. It's audio and visual. And Mm -hmm. if you see somebody and they don't match what their act is, it's kind of jarring. So Greer is very smart to do what he does, which is to dress as he, as he does in that special. Although he doesn't always dress like that anymore. I mean, he, he a lot of times just wears t-shirts. He's jacked. He is one of the, Oh, he's he's jacked? such good. Yeah. He's, Uh. he's jacked man. And, uh, just, cool as hell but uh i think he knows the the bottom of the barrel the, the at the end of the day if you're killing nobody's going to give you shit about what you're wearing if you're yeah. if you're just really killing and especially the way he kills which is like i said very vulnerable to to commit the way that you the reason that committing is so hard and and why it's respectable that somebody like jeremiah or like or like greer or anybody who does this somebody like rory scoville they commit so hard is that when it doesn't work, it's so much more embarrassing feeling. It feels so much hotter on your skin when you've done this whole thing and nobody gives a shit. <laughs> or if there's eight people in the room, you know what I mean? It, and you're like, well, there's not really the energy here to do this, but I'm just going to do it anyway. And I'm going to yeah. will this crowd into following me here or they're just gonna think i'm a dumbass and it's it's really difficult and uh and the reward is when it works it's the hardest you've ever laughed so um yeah you got to see greer live to to really to really feel that and yeah he's allowed to wear shorts i I don't think he wears i've i don't think i've ever seen him wear shorts at the cellar but yeah i i'm i don't think that he would have necessarily a problem with that but i think he dresses our he dresses like everybody else at the cellar like everybody's just kind of okay. t-shirt and that's good man that's good now what about this other clip you picked i picked some clips from rachel feinstein we've i think we've played right rachel on the show before i'm a huge rachel feinstein yeah. fan i i really love her and uh i didn't realize before it's funny i was watching her comedy central presents from way back and i was like this is good, but it's not what I remember. Because I remember watching this special, the half hour, and being mesmerized by it. I was blown away because I was like, I don't, how have I not seen this person before? This was when I was in college, maybe, or something like that, or maybe shortly after. But I was, I was watching her. I was like, this is so funny. And it's her old timey woman voice that is just so good. I get and you. She, she can talk about sex in a way that doesn't feel as dirty for some reason. It's it's very I think it's I love silly. I've said it on the show before. I really like silly, whimsical shit and I like really dark and cutting stuff. And she does a good job of of slipping things in. She's also so self-deprecatory. And when I when I used to work on uh You Up with Nikki Glazer, the uh Comedy Central show, she would come on and be one of my favorite guests because she would always come on with some disheveled ass story about having beef jerky, loose beef jerky in her purse. And I was like, <laughs> this is my type of person. Like I, I'm exactly the same way. And I just love the hell out of the way she juxtaposes, uh, you know, talking about something modern, some sort of modern sex thing with this old timey voice. It's, it's so funny. And, uh, she's been, Working her ass off for a long time, and I I really hope people 
see how funny she is. I mean, she has an hour special on Comedy Central too. She has two hours of material, I believe, on Comedy Central alone. So that's big, man. Get in there, check that's some big. of it out. That's big, man. We should uh, we should get to some of these jokes that people have sent in. We have a oh, segment, guys. Let's go. You guys know it. You love it. We've gotten so many submissions, and I want to point out real fast. If you don't know how to send these jokes in, uh, you, you're going to have to maybe go through my Instagram now because I, I have, I, I was telling people to go on the Comedy Central website. I tried to do that myself. I can't find it. So I think <laughs> if you Google uh, make Tom and Coach laugh, I think you can find it. But uh, if you go to my Instagram, Tom Takar, uh, if you if you click on my, I have a link on my little profile or whatever, and it goes straight to this link to send in us uh, to send us in jokes i think i'm gonna put it on my twitter bio too just to make it easier for people but uh yeah send in jokes we like reading them and we got some good ones for today i just got uh this one that said uh where is this one here we go uh this is from jp leonard let's see if this makes tom and coach laugh i i pick the jokes that we're hearing so it's really just make coach laugh at this point um this is from jp leonard he says my favorite sexual position is stationary like the bike in that i just lay there while my wife keeps throwing clothes on top of me until you can't tell my real form that's not bad i I, it's a little clunky it's a little clunky it's a little clunkily written but i i like the idea of what you're saying well hold on he's laying on his bed and his wife's throwing clothes on him you know how like people will buy a stationary bike for oh, their home and, and then they, they never keep use throwing it. clothes on it? That's what I mean. I got what he was trying to say. It was oh. just a little, little clunky, and maybe I read it. Oh, hold on, does, does his wife have sex with him, or she just throws? <laughs> she doesn't have sex in a joke. It sounds like she's not. Yeah, she just keeps throwing clothes on him. So it's it doesn't sound like there's actually sex being happening happening in there. So oh. uh, I apologize, brother. That you're not having sex, you're just having clothes thrown on you. Yeah, I'm, I'm bypassed the joke, and I just want to process with them now. <laughs> I'm like, that's uh, unfortunate. We wish you luck. Uh, this is <laughs> this one is uh, from a friend of the show, Andrew Rudick, who I just saw this very weekend at Go Bananas, where he was uh, he was hosting my shows. He sent in uh, before I saw him even. He sent in, did you know that if you take acid and stare at Mitch McConnell's face, it will actually stop melting? I get that because I know what that guy looks like. <laughs> I get it. I just saw uh, a meme about Mitch McConnell, so that's why I get that. <laughs> what was the meme? I it was like I forget what it was, but it was pretty funny. It was on Twitter. It was brief, and I was like, you know, there's not a lot of room in my head for like random white faces like Mitch McConnell. So I just had seen the meme, so that's why that works. And I get it. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Good job, man. Good job. But what do you Andrew. do if somebody doesn't know what Mitch McConnell looks like? That's the problem. But I think a lot of people know what Mitch McConnell looks like. He's one of the famous ones because he has a pretty, his face, you know, it's it's pretty distinct, you know. I mean, I guess, but like there's a whole lot of people that don't rock with politics. That's true. That's true. So I guess you're just, you know, you're yeah. going, this, this is why I don't talk a lot of politics in my comedy is exactly what you're talking about. I'll talk about the big boys, you know, but. Like the presidential candidates and stuff, but that's about it. Uh, let's do let's do one last joke here. This one's yeah. quick and dirty. We've gotten something from this guy before. I think he sends in a lot, but some of them are real gems. Uh, this is John Papayanu. I, I hope I, I said know that, that right. name. You know that name. You he said got he, me last time, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
he says, not to beat a dead horse, but I'm all out of glue. <laughs> That's a quick and that's a quick and dirty joke. I love it. Is John in a game, Tom? I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Although last time I, t- I, uh, I think I tagged him because somebody asked who the joke was, or yeah. they were looking. I referenced a really dark joke that I didn't read, and somebody was like, "Well, what was it?" And I tagged him in it to tell it, and he goes, "Hey, man, that's my." Uh, regular account can you not tag me in oh in that? because i uh i don't want my like employers to see the sort of shit that i say uh oh so i i don't know i think he does do stand-up though i i i think i've met him before on along the the road so oh wow isn't that crazy yeah. you can't even tell jokes and keep your job anymore <laughs> I think most people are just being careful, but it's true. I mean, our friend of the show who we've played before, Rachel Mack, lost her job because of jokes. So, yeah, it is crazy, but, you know, it's a lot of times it's, uh, you know, rich people controlling. They they want everything to be a certain way. Um, I don't want to get into it. (laughs) 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 All right. right. You got got anything else for us? I got one more clip for the people today. And uh, it's one of my favorites. And really quickly, I I do want to make one real quick recommendation because I meant to do it at the top of the show. Uh, If you're looking for new albums that are coming out, and I think if you like the guy I'm about to play, you'll really like this album that just came out. It's my buddy Cameron Gillette, Chicago comedian, just put out a banger of an album. Uh, called the best set I'll ever have. Uh, it's I was there for it. I opened for it, and this guy is so funny. Just came out, so give that a listen. It's on uh, wherever you get your albums. Uh, check that out, uh, Cameron Gillette. And uh, we got one more clip, and this is from one of my favorite comics around. I've mentioned him many times on the show. I just love him. One of the funniest guys in New York right now, for sure. And uh, his name is Martin Urbano, and this is from his set on Comedy Central stand-up featuring. I was there when he taped this set, and it is killer. Here is Martin Urbano. Oh, my name is Martin Urbano. Let me just tell you a little bit about him. Uh, sometimes my jokes can be considered uh, can be considered offensive or, or a little too edgy for some people, and I don't want anybody to get the wrong idea of who I am up here. So I came up with this little idea, and I brought. This hat that says, I'm a good guy on it. (laughs) So for these next few jokes, in case you start to think, ooh, I don't know if I can laugh, just look at the hat and know, I'm a good guy. (laughs) So here we go. And you know, I I wish I could go back in time and kill Hitler. Yeah. Because the last time I went back in time, I gave him some pretty bad ideas. Tilt the hat a little towards this side of the room, okay? Put that there. You know, I got a, I got a job as a chef, man, but I got fired from there for eating everything they put in front of my face. That's also how I got fired from being a gynecologist. I feel like not enough of you looking at the hat. The hat is a big part of it, okay? Now, I've never killed a guy but I imagine it feels a lot like the time I killed that girl. (laughs) So I'll be selling these hats after the show. Uh, I got these hats that say I'm a good guy, and of course, for the ladies, I got these hats that say uh, I'm a good guy written in pink. (laughs) I would like to get serious, though. Um, I think the Me Too movement is important, but... 
we should be careful about listening to some women who might be making false claims about me personally. I mean, it just seems like this witch hunt is finding nothing but a ton of rapists. Hey, you're supposed to be looking for witches. I'm telling you, I don't want to live in a country where if I give a girl a compliment, all of a sudden I'm fired as a substitute teacher. I mean, honestly, I, I'm scared to even sneeze around a woman, because then what if she hears me hiding in her closet? All right, that was Martin Urbano, and you can see that whole set on Comedy Central's stand-up YouTube page where you can see full specials and a lot of new stuff. They got new clips every day, so get over there, Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page. And if you like the show today, just like Netflix has their algorithm, this is the Tom Rhythm. If you like Greer Barnes, I think you'll love Glenn Wool because he's another guy who really performs a lot of a very theatrical act, and I love him. If you like Rachel Feinstein, I think you should check out Amber Nelson. Also great character work. She's just one of the best. And uh, email us at suttpod at gmail.com if you need a joke detective or if you want to send in anything. Send it over, suttpod at gmail.com. And if you want to send in jokes for the top of the show, there's a link on Comedy Central's website. If you can't find it, it uh, it's on my Instagram. That's uh, Tom Takar, T-H-A-K-K-A-R. Follow me there and follow Coach T at Coach underscore T-E-A. That'll do it for this week's show. We will see you next week with more Stand Up with Tom Takar. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.